Hey, everybody, it's Barry from the What Podcast. Hey, it's Russ. Hey, it's Brian, and we are giving away two tickets to Bonnaroo 2024. These are GA+, and they include camping. Russ, how do people get qualified? We want to hear your top artists to play on the Bonnaroo 2024 lineup. Call 423-667-7877 and tell us who we should check out. It's the What Podcast. Thanks. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Consequence Podcast Network. We are entering the home stretch of this extended waiting period for the most condensed festival calendar of all time. Friends of the What Podcast stop by today, including a special chat from Mini Room. And our winner for Bonnaroo tickets, wrapping up some odds and ends this week before we enter the home stretch. Barry Corder, Brad Steiner, the What Podcast begins right now. Welcome to the What Podcast. Which bands this year? That matter. That's Barry Corder, Brad Steiner, Lord Taco. You know, taking an undisclosed vacation today in his Volkswagen bus. Uh, we will keep him in our thoughts. We will keep him in our thoughts and prayers. So uh, today, quick show today, Barry Corder, because uh, we really hit the home stretch starting next week with a, a ton of artists lined up as we get into what feels like a festival season that is literally steps away. Steps away and gonna come fast and furious. Yeah. Uh, you'll probably be hitting more of them than I will, but uh, it's gonna be a busy, busy uh, late summer and fall for sure. Well, you make the call for me. So I uh, obviously I've gotta do Lollapalooza for, for the job and I've gotta do Bonnaroo because it's my favorite week of the year, but you make the call for me. Um, the Jazz Fest lineup came out this week. You uh, you gonna go Jazz Fest or ACL Fest? Uh, I, well, you're gonna go Jazz Fest. You... But there are two weekends. Remember, there's two weekends of both. Oh. So if I if I do one weekend at ACL and then the next weekend at Jazz Fest, do you think I can make that work? Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Since Jazz Fest, you're just gonna what? Walk out the door? Yeah, it's two blocks from my kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. Know. But it does make you like, so the, the thing that people always tell me about Jazz Fest, there's a couple of things. One, everybody's got their own way of doing Jazz Fest here. Everything about this city is traditions. Everything. The things that succeed are the things that have been here forever. The things that people love are the things that they've done forever. So people have their specific Jazz Fest. They have their specific Jazz Fest Saturday ritual. They have their Thursday ritual. They have the certain entrance they like to walk in at a certain time of the day. Everybody tells me, 
even though that it is a non-capped event and they just don't stop selling tickets. So you could have 150,000 people or you could have 10,000 people. They all say during the day is when to go, you know, seeing local legends like Nicholas Payton and, you know, the, the Hot 8 Brass Band or the Treme Brass Band, they're all during the day. And at night is when it gets really, really crazy. You saw the lineup come out. Foo Fighters, our uh, friend Brittany Howard, is closing out the uh, festival on a sun second Sunday. Uh, Lizzo is on there. Stevie Nicks, who just never seems to play the South. And now she is. Very quarter. She's and, in Atlanta, too, right? So. Yeah, she's at uh, uh, Music Midtown. No, Shaking Knees. I'm sorry, Shaking Knees. So, yeah, it is, it is going to be an interesting needle to thread because there's so much going on and if you go hard just like at Bonnaroo if you go hard at, at Jazz Fest you're going to wear yourself out it's a 14 day festival yeah, and it's right. in it every single day exactly you'll figure it out and uh, if I know you you'll probably be at a restaurant around the corner from where <laughs> Brittany Howard's playing <laughs> so happened to run into her every time yeah. I turn around didn't you actually know, go to the show but you were at a restaurant nearby. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the, uh, okay, you know how I am. The mm-hmm. problem that I have with Jazz Fest is that they just don't seem to have a backstage area. I, I, there's no VI. For there Brad. is no VIP for the for Brad guy. So yeah. it's, it's going to be a weird one. I'm going to have to go like a regular person. <laughs> Ick. <laughs> Back to your question, you'll uh, probably be at ACL. Yeah, if I could, if I could, it really only matters the the backstage uh, accommodations. No, I seriously, it, it doesn't bother me. That in a city festival, that kind of stuff matters so less than it usually does at, at Bonnaroo. At Bonnaroo, it really matters. It really, really matters to me because yeah, you know, I'm asked. You're asking me to do so much. <laughs> I, I just can't do it. Fair I enough. Just well, you know, it's interesting. The abilities. Our our Moon River Festival, which I love is the week after Bonnaroo, I've done the VIP thing. And it's really not, like you just said, it's not that different. There's a few perks, you know, uh, but the experience is the same for everybody. It's, yeah. you know, you can get a great seat no matter where you are. Yeah. The uh, the backstage basically means just a different bathroom, maybe. Yeah. Or a free bottle of water instead of a, paid bottle of water no i mean i do I've, I've said this to people here in town i actually appreciate the fact that jazz fest doesn't do any of that they yeah. just don't have any interest in in creating a different world for different people that's sort of the beauty of new orleans is that everybody is we're all the same we're all on the same level here nobody's more important than anybody else i love that about jazz fest in normally in a festival like Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza, though you know the only the only benefit to the world in which we traveling is that and for those who their eyes are stuck in the back of their head they're rolling them so hard the only benefit this thing has is that Lollapalooza is just so massive and it's impossible to get around and if we're doing actual work which happens on occasion uh we got to get somewhere pretty quickly and there's this amazing golf cart system through the backstage of, of Lollapalooza that gets you from point a to point b really really quickly other than that i'm just hanging out with friends too you know, I'm just, they just happen to be work people, right. you know, right. and they just happen to be, you know, carving out some free cocktails. Other than that, there's real, there's real no difference in all that, especially in these boutique festivals, which is where I want to start today, Barry, right. with the endless amount of festivals 
that are announcing that I've never heard of. I, I mean, aside from Voodoo canceling and then Jazz Fest going, there is there are festivals called the Made in America Festival, Day in Vegas, Rocklahoma. I've never heard of any of these festivals and they are popping up, it feels like, every day. Maybe it's me. Even though we've heard time and time again that the festival world feels like it's on shaky ground and who knows if it can continue in a post-COVID world. It feels like there's another one every week announcing, dude. No, you're exactly right. And and some are much, much smaller. We had two just this last weekend here in Chattanooga. One was put on by a, a local brewery, but it was a three-day festival featuring all local bands. It was called a festival. There was another one up uh, 45 minutes from here uh, at an old where they used to have. And when you were saying that, it made me think, Maybe they're just renaming them. I mean, we've always yeah, had things maybe. like the strawberry festival and we've yeah. always, the cornbread festival, yeah. you know, and I'm wondering if some of the ones you're talking about. I know, but Slayer so- never played the cornbread festival, you know, no, you no, never got the, Metallica there. But you know, they, these things tend to go in cycles for a while. It was barbecue cook-offs, right? I mean, everybody was eat up with barbecue cook-offs and you'd have a band and then it became here, the beer festival. So I, I just think it's people trying to figure out a way to, to make money for their charities or whatever. Well, but, I, but you're not wrong. And I remember Rolling Stone or I think it was Rolling Stone did a story probably five years ago, the explosion of festivals. The, I think most of us, when we think of it, think there's, a, I don't know, what number would you put? A dozen, two dozen? It was actually like 600. Oh no, I was about to say. I mean, there's a, yeah, I feel like, I, I feel like I've, I've heard of a dozen just in the last week yeah, announced their lineup. Hundreds. So um, we'll, I want to start the show today with something we haven't done in a long time. Today is game show day. It is time <laughs> to play a brand new game. The game is called Fake or Festival. Hit it, guys. It's a tour through fact and fiction. Welcome to Fake or Festival. Welcome back to another edition of Fake or Festival. The game today is, is it a fake or is it a festival? Playing today, our contestant, Barry Corder from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Introduce us to you, Barry Corder. Hi, everybody. I'm excited to play. <laughs> well, what, am I, what am I playing for? Oh, it's very, very exciting. It's tickets to Bonnaroo 2020. I'm you can in. win a pair of tickets to Bonnaroo 2020, all for winning Fake or Festival. I'm going to give you a name of a festival. You tell me if it is a fake or a festival. Are you ready to play Barry from Chattanooga? Let me stretch. I'm ready. I'm okay. ready. Let's go. First time caller, long time listener, first time long time. Here we go. Barry Quarter plays Fake or Festival. Head in the Clouds. Head in the Clouds. Is it a fake festival or a real festival? Real. Head in the Clouds is a fake festival. I'm oh. sorry. Sorry. You're 0 for 1. Number 2. Number 2. Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud, fake festival or real festival? Fake. Fake festival. The actual answer is real festival, <laughs> Rolling Loud. Uh, let me introduce you to Loud Festival. It's in Miami. The uh, lineup this year, ASAP Rocky, Post Malone, Travis Scott, and of course, the, the little Uzi, little babies, baby Uzis and Uzi babies. Big, big party down in Miami. You ready for number three, Barry Corder? I, I, I'm going to have to say no. Okay. <laughs> First right answer you've given so far. I know. Somebody missed two great opportunities. First one I thought was a great idea, and the second was a horrible name. (laughs) That's right. Forbidden Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom. 
Oh my gosh. The Forbidden Kingdom Festival. Real. Forbidden Kingdom Festival is a real festival. It is all bass and dubstep. Uh, it is June 11th and 12th. And again, Central Florida and Orlando, the bands that you can see there are Dream Takers, Hero Bust, Hi, I'm Ghost, and Dr. P. Funt Case. <laughs> all right. All right, you got you're on the board, Barry. You're on the board. Right. Number Do I four. win tickets to that festival? We could probably afford those. <laughs> uh, number four, Skitty Diddy, Skitty Diddy, the Skitty Diddy Music Festival, Music and Arts Festival, Skitty Diddy Music Fake. That is a fake festival. You are tied uh, up two uh, and two. Back in the game. Back in the game. We go to number five, Tree Fort, the Real. Tree Fort Music Festival. Real. Now, are you Google searching now? Have no. you, are you Google searching because that is a real festival? You're exactly <laughs> right. In downtown Boise, Idaho, uh, comes Tree Fort Music Festival. The Tree Fort Music lineup, Japanese Breakfast, Lake Street Dive, uh, <laughs> Built to Spill, Larkin Poe, our buddies from Mdu Mokhtar. It's a pretty good lineup. Tennis mm-hmm. is going to be there. It's a pretty good tennis from, uh, from Nashville, Tennessee. So a uh, pretty good lineup there for the Tree Fort Music Festival. And finally... Finally, Barry's on the board to seal the deal and win these Bonnaroo 2020 tickets. The final fake festival, a real festival, is Destination Dubstep. Destination Dubstep. I'm going to say fake. It is a fake festival. Barry Corner, big finish, four and two. Wow. Congratulations. You're the big winner today on fake or festival. Finish strong. Some of these are just so strange. There's a Merle Fest. There's a Tree Fort. There's Merle the Fest been around forever. Has it? Yeah, it's not Merle. Um, it's, of course, um, it's not. No, no, it's, it's like a blue burl, like a dog. No, no, no. It's uh, Merle uh, Travis, I think. Not, uh, of course, Merle grass. Travis. Yeah, Who doesn't know Merle Travis? You wouldn't. Uh, Backyards Bash, Base Canyon. Um, we talked about Day in Vegas, just like Heaven. Like, I've never heard of any of these festivals, yet, you know, they are everywhere. I've heard of the Boston calling, Callings, you know? We know the Fireflies, but, man, these uh, these little boutique festivals are popping up literally everywhere, and they're coming with some strong lineups. It makes me really question why I'm not doing this. Why are we not throwing our own festival, Barry? It's Merle Watson, by the way, not Merle Travis. I don't I know, but, up. I mean, Head in the Cloud, that's a that's – how is that not a title? You like that? You like I my, do. Uh, the other one I had was Electric Fur. I thought that was a pretty good name for a festival. Electric um, anything. Yeah, this one didn't make the uh, the cut. Backyard Bitty Bop and <laughs> the Don't Tell Mom Fest. Those um, are the uh, ones that didn't make the cut. So no, no poo poo caca fest. No, you know the pee pee poo poo fest. Uh, <laughs> had to be canceled. Just couldn't get those health code. Uh, <laughs> yeah. violations off our record like it. so uh there is something to be said about the uh, by the way later on in the show we've got our uh, winner for bonnaroo tickets that we'll talk to uh from florida from sunny florida she will uh, join us on the show and then barry you want to explain uh, what's going to close out the show later on this afternoon the mini roo mini roo uh taco and i is that a festival up- is that a festival it, well, we can call it a festival. Okay. I, I don't. Is, is there a limit? What's the What's the number? How many people have to be there for it to be a festival? Five, I guess. Five, five. As it's long a, as there's five festival, people, we've got yeah. a fest on our hands. There was music. There was DJing. There was uh, fun had by all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taco and I ended up in an undisclosed place over near Manchester, 
beautiful place unbelievably okay. beautiful place uh with a whole bunch of uh people you might know from reddit or wherever you know with bonnaroo names Rubus guys were there daniel and, and charlotte were there um it was amazing we had a great time and uh so explain to me what this is you guys just hung out in the woods it's about a 12 and a half acre piece of property stuck okay. between a stream and a mountain. And mm. it's a bunch of Bonnaroo people. Chloe came from Iowa and uh, mm -hmm. Liesl came from Washington. Oh, wow. So this attracted people from around the globe. Well, this is the one, Remember, if you remember, uh, I am Bonnaroo. David Bruce went to the first one, drove 16 hours from new jersey right. to attend right yeah it's uh it's small but they boy they do it right they put up a stage and uh, and is it by invite only yes oh hmm. yeah very exclusive it's guess very I guess my guess my invite was just lost you're invited in but but we all agreed you would not enjoy it you would not have enjoyed it at all i mean i would have enjoyed it you would have i would have been there for an hour i would yes. have been there for an hour yeah it's amazing it, it's camping uh but it's such a beautiful place um i put it this way i looked at my watch and it was 11 30 at night and i looked again and it was five in the morning so I'm i don't remember how i got from 11 30 till five in the morning okay all right and you how long did you stay i slept for a couple hours and then i okay. drove home now it was all a right. two night two night thing oh. and they had bands uh local bands uh daniel uh, and hooked up a couple of folks from uh, Huntsville area, which is nearby. Uh, they came up and played. Um, it was a lot of fun. And then we, several of us, gathered in the Rubus, which was cool to see, and uh, did a little podcast. So. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So got, so uh, Mitchell and in uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin, yeah, right from the Spirit Exchange. Yeah. yeah. We had a good time. We good. had a lot of fun. It was funny. That's that's awesome. We'll, we'll play some of that uh, to the end of the show. Uh, but before we get into um, to, to to circle back on what we were talking about a second ago about you know boutique festivals, there's something that we haven't ever talked about on this show in in the four years that we've been doing it, three four years that we've been doing it. Have you ever noticed the difference between international festival lineups and American festival lineups? And, and no, not really. What do you mean? They're incredible. They're the incredible. international ones. Oh my God. There was one and it, it hit me earlier uh, this week when the mad cool fest announced their lineup. Now this is in Madrid. Just look up mad cool fest 2021, the mad cool festival, their headliners, Metallica, 21 pilots, Imagine Dragons, The Killers, Muse, Faith No More, Alt-J, Deftones, St. Vincent, Carly Rae Jepsen. Now, again, you can, you can complain and bitch and say that, you know, not my kind of festival, but to me, that just screams diversity, right? Yeah. And as long as you keep going through the lineup, there's just, it, it gets thicker and thicker, all right? Go to Hellfest in France, the Hellfest Festival in France. Hellfest Open Air 2022 will feature. This lineup is insane. We have Nine Inch Nails, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Scorpions, Faith No More, Deftones, Avenged Sevenfold, Alice Cooper, on and on and on. Deep Purple. All right. And then the final one that I want to share with you is the crown jewel, I think, of every festival. I I've known people that go and they say it is 
unworldly beautiful. Primavera Sound. It is the white whale of my festival life. It is the one that I want to uh, be a part of more than any other festival. It's in Barcelona, Spain. Imagine the amount of money that it's going to take to make this thing work. Let's just read the lineup this year, just this year, because I'm not going to bore you with the lineups from last year uh, and the year before and the year before and the year before, but they're always the best lineup you'll find all year. It's over two weekends in Barcelona. Pavement, Beck, Tame Impala, Gorillas. That's just the first weekend. Massive Attack, The National, The Strokes, Nick Cave, Tyler the Creator, Second weekend, Beck, Disclosure, Interpol, Jamie XX, Dua Lipa, Gorillas, Interpol, Tyler the Creator, Lord, The Strokes, Megan the Stallion, Tame Impala, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can find the Primavera Sound 2019 lineup, it's even better than that. What is the difference between international festivals and American festivals? Whereas American festivals seem to be rehashing the same lineups over and over and over, yet international lineup seems so much bigger, so much more vast. I, I couldn't tell you a hundred percent. I'm going to say, I think it's two things. They've done it for a while. So it's very much established. Uh, I remember Ashley Capps telling me that he had, he hoped Bonnaroo would be modeled after Glastonbury, which at the time was already 20 years old or so. Mm-hmm. And I, this is a small version but there's a band out of Chattanooga here called Glasshammer. Very well known. Been around for 30 years. They're one of the great prog rock bands in the world. They live here. Very few people here know about them, but the prog rock people know them. They were invited to a festival, and I don't remember where in Europe, two years ago. Basically a free festival, I think. The entire city gates itself off and the entire city becomes the festival for those three days. You know what I mean? They're Mm -hmm. entirely committed to it. The bands Mm -hmm. are treated, all of them Mm -hmm. treated well. They're put up, you know, in in great lodgings and and treated very well. So I, I just think it's that commitment to it and it's probably back to your point of it's probably the only one you Hmm. know what i mean there's probably not six the weekend before and six more the weekend after maybe i don't know the inner dynamics of each individual international city and how they you know set up i think it's like music my guess is that's it they commit to it and also you might be right i mean jazz fest typically has a pretty great lineup every year if you don't know this yet, then 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 let me walk you through. And if you already know this, I, I apologize in, in advance. Golden Voice is the equivalent to AC Entertainment. Golden Voice started Coachella. Golden Voice also helped work with Hangout Festival. Golden Voice got bought by AEG. AC Entertainment and C3. C3 ran Lollapalooza and ACL Fest. C3 got bought by Live Nation. AC Entertainment, Bonnaroo, Uh, What's that thing they do in Asheville? They got bought by Live Nation. There are two companies, two main live music companies in America. It's AEG or Live Nation. If you go to 90% of the shows that are booked in this country in big rooms are done by either Live Nation or AEG. Now, locally, they might have a different name here. It's Winter Circle. Um, But Live Nation or AEG are pretty much running the live music space in this country. Mm-hmm. I don't think AEG and Live Nation run these festivals in that country, in any other country, right? They're not, Primavera Sound is their own business. The reason why Jazz Fest is so interesting and so like an international festival 
is because it's booked locally. It's booked locally. They do it with private dollars and donation dollars, by the way, because it's all part of the Jazz and Heritage Foundation. But there's something to be said that the monopoly on all of this, it has watered down the entire product for everybody. Now, the benefits of it is that it has expanded everything and it has brought it to so many other communities that right. didn't normally have it before. But it does make you sort of like turn around and wonder if, if this is all for the good. These, these large, large booking companies, you know, you talk to local show, uh, local people that, that have tiny little rooms or, you know, a 800 cap room or a 1200 cap room, and they think that they're being priced out of the market, that they'll put a band on and then have that band snatched by a Live Nation or an AEG because they're willing to spend a thousand more dollars and you just can't compete in this marketplace. It is a... Um, it's got rough ripple effects that, that go through the entire live music space. I agree. I agree. But I also think in some ways it's uh, cyclical. It, it tends to work itself out, maybe not quickly and maybe not to a place. I mean, a place like Chattanooga is never going to get the acts that a New Orleans gets or an Atlanta gets. We don't even get what Knoxville and Nashville get, but Nash- Knoxville doesn't get what New Orleans gets a lot of times either. So in, in that sense, it's bad for a fan, but we, I, 20 years ago, I didn't have an opportunity of a Bonnaroo. Sure. I understand. You know I mean? Somehow it, it tends to find its own level, I guess. I don't know how much it is talked about that if you are going to a show, unless it is a locally owned and operated venue, you're mostly giving money to Live Nation or AEG. Yeah, that's right. You're going to a show that they had something to do with. And I don't know if I'm in a position whether or not to say if it's a good or bad thing yet. I I just don't know. I can say from our point of view, because this, I mean, this is something I've studied and written about many, many times. For years, it hurt a city like us because of relationships with AC Entertainment, which about 10 years ago or um, not quite that long, six, seven years ago, started booking. I mean, it was always doing it. Ashley always booked shows in Chattanooga, but they, they contracted with Tivoli foundation here. Now those two, our two venues suddenly had a direct connection with AC entertainment, then C3, then live nation, our pool of artists that they could get just got grew, a lot bigger, got yeah. a lot bigger. Right. And as, as we, sold out, you know, a small, a a C level or a B level show, suddenly the A levels, Brian Wilson, Graham Nash would have not played here eight years ago. Got to see them both. There's massive amounts of benefits to it, you know, but it also, it just sticks out like a sore thumb to me sometimes when I see uh, festival lineups from around the world. And then I place them next to sure. Forbidden Kingdom, Just Like Heaven, Rocklahoma, Made in America, Backwoods Bash, you know? Yeah. And when they all start to look the same, it, it becomes a little confusing. It becomes a little confusing. I agree. And that's one of those, and I think we touched on it several episodes ago, that's one of those that I really think will work itself out. Because at some point, the fan is going to say, you know, it becomes about the experience, the travel, this lineup versus that lineup you know, and the money, uh, it's kind of, this is kind of a weird year to compare because we've been locked down for so long. And it's just seems like, you know, everybody's ready to go out, but at some point we're going to sit back and say, you know, I can't, I can only do two or I can only do three or I can only do one. Mm -hmm. 
does it become about travel? Does it become about the total experience? Does it come become about the lineup? The Foo Fighters seem to be out everywhere. Do you want to see them close to you or do you want to travel to see them? Well, you know, and, and to that point, and this is what we always come back to. And I know this sounds so self-serving. This is why I think that Bonnaroo matters. And I know it sounds foreign to people who, um, you know, may, may not be into Bonnaroo or not necessarily have ever been, but that show is different at Bonnaroo. And I know the Foo Fighters are going to be there. I know they're going to be at Lollapalooza. I know they're going to be at Jazz Fest. I get it. That Bonnaroo show is going to hit different. Because you know, Jazz Fest has got a time limit. You got to go. Uh, there is a there's a curfew even in New Orleans. Uh, there is a curfew in in Chicago that if every minute that they go over insert time, I think it's eleven o'clock or so, they have to pay like right. ten thousand dollars. That's right. That's right. That's so, right. And that's what I mean. Then it becomes for the fan, it becomes the extra experience. Not only are you going to see a great Foo Fighters show, you're going to have that experience and you're going to meet cool people. And it's just a, it's the total thing. And that's what I mean. I I will, I will say this one story back. And if you don't know this, but yeah, if you go, if you, every minute that you go over at Lollapalooza, they charge you like, it might even be 50 grand. I don't know. But one year Eddie Vedder got on stage and they said, they are going to charge us blank the amount of money for every minute that we're going to play. So we're playing for another half an hour or something like that. Well, hate to pull the curtain back the city of chicago never charged them for the the extra time you know it's not like an enforceable rule that they can you know all of a sudden start asking for a hundred thousand dollar check so but you know it's it's still there and it's still something they have to to, well i mean there's a reason that most shows are 90 minutes too and they end before 11 o'clock because after that union fees kick in in a lot of places so oh, yeah, that's a good point especially in bigger cities all right so here we go let's uh we've, we've played our game we've gone through international festivals let's talk to our winner for bonnaroo tickets then we'll get into mini rue it's the what podcast barry quarter brad steiner thanks for joining us brad your hair looks great. Say hi to Jacqueline. Great. That I'm glad we started there. Jacqueline, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing super duper. Where are you? Uh, where are you right now? I'm at my house here in Florida. Um, I live in the Panhandle, so crest you. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was hoping it wasn't your. I was hoping it was your house and not some sort of like um, locked in a basement sort of thing because you look like you might be in some sort of trouble. <laughs> um, well, I don't really a, have a lot of setup areas for uh-huh. this so i was like um, i'll just sit at my dining room table i swear i have more it's more okay. things in my oh, house wow. okay yeah <laughs> show us around give us a tour of the place sure yeah my dog i i also picked this because i have a mastiff so mm. he makes a lot of noise yeah. as he's gonna play the toy right now so yeah that's okay what's his yeah. name <laughs> nuke N- nuke nuke like-, like a nuclear bomb oh, wow. <laughs> because that's what he's like um his farts are pretty bad (laughs) but there you go that's what we say about barry Uh, i guess we got a new nickname for barry bad the relative brad bad the relative (laughs) yeah uh this is uh, exciting because uh you the reason why you're on the show today is because you won our uh, bonnaroo ticket so congratulations first and foremost and it seems to me like you already have a history with bonnaroo based on your t-shirt selection oh Oh yeah, I had to wear a shirt today to celebrate that I that I won. So well, thank we're you glad guys. you wore a shirt first and foremost. Um, Secondly, we're glad it's a Bonnaroo shirt. <laughs> of course, 
Um, yeah, I've been going every year since 2016, obviously. Um, not last year. Nobody went. But um, I, uh, yeah, love it. I love 20... Bonnaroo. I could talk everybody's ear off about it. So Barry, 2016, she showed up the year that was supposed to be the worst year ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you did you buy your ticket based on that lineup or did you buy it and then the lineup came um, out? I bought it based on the lineup. So oh, who, um, who who was the who was the the draw for you? Surprisingly, it was J Cole. Um, I really wanted to see him live. Interesting. Um, really random. My friend was like, "Hey, um, a bunch of us," because she lived she was going to college at the time, and she's like, "Hey, a group of us are gonna go uh, to Bonnaroo. They're down in Cincinnati, Ohio. So they're like, oh, it's not that far of a drive. We'll just go. J Cole's playing. Like, if you just want to go, and I was like, all right, cool." And ever since then, I got, we, we pitted for J. Cole and um, was on the rail for him. And everybody that whole year was talking about how this was the worst year. Like, there was hardly anybody there. It wasn't a Man. good lineup. Everybody was crapping on it. Uh-huh. And uh, I had the best time. I yeah. was like, this is amazing. I have never experienced anything like this in my life. And I was, it was awesome. So, it, I was hooked. So, yeah, we're not great. Real quick about that 2016 decision that you made for J. Cole. I remember, first and foremost, what did you think of the show? I thought it was great. Okay. So I thought it was fantastic. So are you a, I, I'm guessing you're a J. Cole fan. A, a big one, yeah. Okay. So I, That's I don't think it will disappoint me. So, <laughs> so I remember Barry years and years and years before 2016 where he was finally booked. Like he was that, for some reason, that white whale for rap fans right that was the bonnaroo why have they not booked j cole yet what about j cole what about j cole and now that they've booked him i forgot they booked him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm betting we could do an entire episode on things like that you know yeah like it was such a everybody was clamoring for j cole uh because you know every, they had had lamar uh, kendrick lamar they had had jay-z and at this point they're like well who's left well, j cole's a big name i totally forgot that he was even on that lineup i i totally <laughs> forgot that was a thing who else did you see that you loved in 2016 that sort of um, put you over the edge I'm trying to think um i had seen two-door cinema club which was mm-hmm. like a midday set that was really interesting for me unpopular opinion at the time the chain smokers were really cool so um, i mean uh, (laughs) i like to think they are (laughs) maybe in 2016 right um saw them i think halsey third eye blind was another one i was like oh my gosh this is amazing um i'm really sad though um i think tame impala was on the lineup in 2016 and so was m83 lcd sound system and I'm, I didn't even know who Tame Impala was at the time. And I missed out so big. And I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah, you blew it. But, um, another episode. Another episode I, topic. Bands yeah, I mean, you missed because you I didn't know, know better. I know this is yeah. – uh, talk about unpopular opinions. I know this is going to sound crazy because I love that new Tame Impala album so much. But I like the last one so much better, which is why I'm, I'm so glad I saw them on that tour and not this one. I mean, I'm going to see them on this tour. But that at last album was so great for me. And you know how they they put sets together now. They do it based on album cycles. So you're going to have a Tame Impala set, I'm betting, that is going to be very heavy on this new album, which is great. It's fine. But I really, really, really loved everything around The Less I Know the Better. Yeah. So um, yeah. if, you, if you missed Tame Impala in 2016, it brought you back in 2017. 
when you um i'm guessing that you didn't care about the lineup in 2017 you were going anyway yes i was 100 percent. i was like i'll find someone to see i don't care i'm going i have yeah. to yeah. um you so know, much so that literally i didn't have a group to camp with until like a couple days before so i we've said it before in the 2016 I, and what you just said is such a great sort of lead into it because it was your first one you had nothing to compare it to right so i mean people no. like us are talking about oh the crowds are down and all that. you how would you have even known right for you it yeah, was, I had no it was idea. just a great festival with forty five thousand or forty eight thousand people uh, and that's the point of that that our friend ken weinstein made with the never not great you know for, for what did he say 35% of people, Brad, or is it the other way? This you know, you know what 2016 is going to turn into being? It's going to be like Spaceballs, where like everybody <laughs> critically panned it at first, but now everybody loves it. 2016 is the year that I, I talk about more than any other year. We all do. You're right. And it must be because it's been shit on so bad <laughs> so long. But it's going to be one of those moments where like, I saw Kid Rock when there was 15 people there. You know, it's going to be one I, know, of those I like your Spaceballs analogy better. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> perfect. Yeah, what a stupid movie, but man, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I watch it every time it's on TBS, though. I, uh... <laughs> That's a good oh analogy. My gosh. Yeah, but but 2016 just like keeps living in lore because, uh, look, I love it. And, and you're so right, Barry, because nobody, somebody like her, Jacqueline doesn't know what no 2015 clue. was. No clue. You don't no... know they moved this around and that around and, you know, silent How disco about this? moved. And Better all. question. No did you notice, did you notice a difference in 2017? Oh, a hundred percent. I was like, you? great question. I was like, why are there, there's so many people here. This is insane. <laughs> I remember, great question. I, uh, I think it might've been one of the years it would have might've rained or something. And I remember everybody just funneling into one area and it just became like a pit of mud and everything mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, it wasn't like this last year. There couldn't yeah. have been this many people last year. Yeah. There's no it was way. About twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It was Look how insane. much we love 2016 all of a sudden. Look <laughs> how much we wish it was 2016 again. Can these lineups get shittier, please? Yeah, <laughs> it was somehow like, what happened? Yeah, that's, that's a, a great point. That's funny. So, uh, who are you excited about this year? Uh, if you, um, hey, by the way, were you gonna, were, were you gonna, tr you hadn't bought a ticket, obviously. So, were you just gonna sit it out? Were you just stuck? I was, um, I was either going to wait or my friend was trying to convince me. She was like, Hey, I, I'm getting a pass. Like this is going to be our last festival for the year. Um, if you want to go, like, let's do it. Just like send it <laughs> as they say. Um, so I was like, well, I'll see if I win a ticket. And if not, then I'm going to buy one. I'll pull the trigger and buy one. Cause they're pretty expensive right now. Um, but well, like on, on a, yeah. on a third gonna... party site or something. Yeah, through like the Bonnaroo resale, um, oh, like yeah, off yeah, the yeah. website. I that. That's right. Yeah. Um, with fees and everything, because I'm one of the people that like I will be. I think it's what Black Friday they sell. They start Bonnaroo tickets every year. I'm like always tier one because I'm just yeah. like refreshing the page. Um, so so, so like, you, man, these so are along the way, have you found? You said you didn't have a group when you went on 2017, but along the way, have you compiled a good enough group where you feel comfortable just dropping in anywhere in uh in yeah. the campgrounds? Yeah, so my first year I drove down with the group. The second year I flew in and camped with them. The third year I did it, I, I camped alone in tent only. Um, and then I met people um, the year that I was alone that wow. I ended up doing group camping with Wienaroo. 
Um, and now we're all like lifelong friends. So I know if do, I were in a bind. So. Barry, do we know anybody at Wiener Roo? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> on the list. on the list. Now it's on the list. <laughs> Jacqueline, I meant to ask you when we started, because I'm fascinated by what what is your career? Um, so I am um, in the uh, Air Force now. Um, I work on servers, basically. So Air Force. I do. Yes, I am enlisted in the United States Air Force. Good for My you. My old Thank job. You. My old yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Oh, Congratulations. That's awesome. I'm sorry, but how, how old are you? You look like you might be 14. I, oh, I guess that's a compliment. I'll take it. Um, I'm actually 25. So wow. And what do you I do in the Air joined. Force again? I'm, uh, I work on servers, so cyber, like computer stuff. I got you. <laughs> so Barry, I, I, Barry feels the same way. I'll be honest with you. I, I promise you Barry feels the same way. For guys like us, a guy like me who literally just tells fart jokes on the radio... <laughs> Meeting anyone that has a what seems to be a substantial job is mind blowing to me. Yeah, a commitment, a real job that they're committed to. <laughs> you mean you have to get up in the morning at a specific time and do what? Oh yeah, five in the morning, head to PT, work out, then go into work all day. Yeah, oh yeah. So, no, so I, I literally told my uncle yesterday we were talking about the military, and I said, "No, nah, that wouldn't work for me because I would be the first day or the second day at boot camp. I'd be like." This this whole hike thing, I got a little <laughs> chafing going on. Don't think I can make it today. I, hey, those I mean, um, that uh, that's probably even like, gonna go well. <laughs> that, that direction that you gave me earlier, that's totally necessary. Yeah. Can we I cut out about some, it? I thought about, about it, and it. I thought, nah, it's not gonna work not for me today. It it's not gonna work for me today. I need about forty-five more minutes before I'm ready to go. I have my but, coffee yet. But I'll Barry, get, I like how you I like how you specified that it's a military problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we would operate in any work environment whatsoever. That's correct. Okay. That is correct. That's why we are doing what we are doing, Brad. Yeah. But good for you. You gotta be an expert in some field, right? And this I is guess. yours. I guess. How long have you been doing that? Um, I joined last August, so I haven't even hit a year yet. Um, what, you joined the Air Force last August? I did, yes. Why? So I was um, working. Um, at Starbucks on a base and I was um, getting less hours, wasn't getting a steady paycheck. Um, COVID had hit really hard. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I want to go to school. Honestly, it was like a steady paycheck and they'll pay for college. So if I really wanted to do it, I'm not trying to recruit anybody here, <laughs> but um, it just seemed like a golden opportunity because COVID was such an uncertain time that mm-hmm. um, we just took advantage of it. No, I don't, I don't so. feel like you're recruiting me, but I do want to talk to you about <laughs> the Mormon church. <laughs> um, I've got um, some information I'd like to share with you. Some panels. Oh no. <laughs> so, but I, you're in high. IT. You're in IT. Yes. So, was IT an interest before? To be honest, no. It wasn't on the top of my list. I really wanted Intel, but it was on my my sheet of jobs that I could pick. So, um. yeah, my friend got uh, he he signed up for the um, Air Force back years and years ago, and they told him he'd have choices, and his choice ended up being. MP or MP? Yeah. <laughs> what does that Either mean? Cop. He could become oh, a cop. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. They said you'll have all kinds of choices as long as it's this. <laughs> <laughs> like here we'll give That's you ten options, but one is only me. this. <laughs> yeah, all ten are the same. It worked out great for him. So okay, so you you signed up last August, 
And mm-hmm. it was primarily for, you know, school and, and you know, to, to find a field in which is a steady, steady paycheck. That decision, not regretting one bit in the last year? It's hard to give up your freedom, I will say, because um, you are kind of at the, the hands of the, the military now. Um, I don't regret it because I've met so many cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, um, I was fortunate to meet someone who I had gone to Okeechobee last year and she had gone and we met in the same basic flight. Like we were together, room together. So it was, it's been interesting to get to meet people and the job that I have now, um, whenever I get out, I'll be able to make quite a, a good living off of it. So well, you said, we'll you see. said it's hard to give up that freedom. How do you break away? Have you figured out a way to break away for a week to go to Tennessee? Oh yeah. I already put in my time. I oh, told wow. them. Good for you. I came in yesterday and I was like, sorry guys, I'm going to be out uh-huh. for a uh, Labor Day weekend. You're, never, you're not going to see me. So <laughs> yeah. Well, are you planning on doing a Thursday, Friday, or are you trying to get up on Tuesday? Because the way that we have figured this out over the last 15 years is our day, our week just gets longer and longer and longer <laughs> every year yes. that passes. Now, all of a sudden, we're showing up on Tuesday morning. What? Yeah. So um, initially, I was like, oh, we'll drive up Thursday morning and try to just, you know, set up everything Thursday and then get crazy on Thursday night. Although it is a marathon, not a sprint. But I think we're going to try. We did Wednesday um, in 2019, we got up on Wednesday morning and drove in and then sat in traffic for four hours, I think. We were one of the fortunate ones that got in uh, pretty soon. But um, I think this year we're going to do the same, maybe. I'm not sure. I have to, we have to get the troops together and figure out like planning. We haven't done logistics yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Good for you. I want to go back to the 16 versus 17 thing uh, a little bit because that's fascinating. That's a great question, Brad. How was it different? Um, you, you know, you said it was bigger, but how else mm-hmm. was it? What else was different about those two experiences? Cause this, thought, for the, for first timers, this is going to be sold out. So it's going to be packed. It's going to be huge. It's going to be insane. Right. Um, 2016, it was really cool because, um, the people that were there, it felt like they were there for Bonnaroo. Like it was definitely just like, I'm here because I love Bonnaroo and that you could feel that energy. And um, not to say 2017 wasn't like that, but you definitely had more people there for like specific um, like people or reasons. But um, the vibe was still great. Loved it. Um, yeah, tons of people still there. I felt like the experiences that they had around the farm were more exciting too, because there was a lot more people involved in all of it. Um, I definitely did more exploring in 2017 of like the barns and going off like out in the campgrounds, like everything like that. Um, Barry, remind me, did 2017 sell out? Because I look at that 2017 lineup and you can keep it. You can keep it. Uh, I'll take 2016 any any day over. You two, Chili Peppers, Weekend, Chance a Rapper. That is, looking back on it, that was just one long yawn. I loved you too, and I'll never see him again. I'll never have the opportunity to literally look up at Bono's crotch. But it was... For the rest of it, like I keep going through this major laser, Flume, Travis Scott, Martin Garrix, Cage Elephant's third line on that. Was that Macklemore? Was that the Macklemore Sunday uh, no, afternoon? No. I can't remember them all. No, but I look back on this and I have no memories of 2017. But I think I think Jacqueline hit on it. I think because the numbers were down and I think that was the was that the first year they really sort of shifted towards putting energies into these experiences? Right. Yeah, I think I think, I think she nailed it. So that was the big shift there. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm trying to find if there's any show on this poster that that rings a bell to me, other than you two. Uh, not really. 
I don't really. Oh, Future Islands. I remember seeing that. That was so that that show might have been 200 degrees. That poor man was sweating into the crowd. It was like a flood, like a river of water running, sweat running into the crowd. And then so you go back in 2018. At that point, you were a vet. Like, you know where you're going, you know how you're doing, but you're doing it alone? Yes. So I did 2018 alone. Um, my friends weren't going. The whole group that I had normally camped with, had they all moved out to the West Coast. That wasn't feasible for them at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I already bought my ticket. I'm committed. I'll go by myself. I know it sounds kind of scary when you tell people like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go camp in a field in Tennessee by myself with a bunch of strangers. But um, yeah, that's, my how most, that's how most horror movies start. Yeah, yeah. You know, not a lot of people are really open to that idea, but uh, the people I camped around in tent only were super cool. Um, and then I, I pitted for, I think, um, trying to think Paramore was when I met. The people that ended up camping with the next year, we just had a good time, just chilling in the line, all sweating, waiting for the next artist to come on and everything, just like making friends. So what I kind of love about Bonnaroo is like, you're all there for a reason, kind of. Like you're all there to enjoy the music and have a good time. So you can't really go wrong. Yeah, 2018, if I'm not mistaken, Barry, it was 2018 our first year of doing this show or was 2017 our first year of doing it? 17. Because 17. It was 2017. I thought we started in 16 to talk about that lineup, but it must have been 17. Another one, when you go back, man, this, this exercise of going back and looking at lineups always is provides new things for me to think about. Man, I look back at it 2018. <laughs> <laughs> remember like loving when it first came out all i cared about was bon Iver. that was our first year yeah, that was our first year barry 2018 is our first year doing the show because yeah. i remember our second episode i all i wanted to do was talk about bon Iver. yeah and you and ashley talked about it for quite a ashley caps you and ashley talked about what he was gonna do yeah, still bon Iver do i i don't know if i've ever told you the story but still to this day one of my favorite bonnaroo moments is that bon, second bon Iver show I love that show so much. The first set was great because they did album from top to bottom. That in and of itself is worth the price of admission. But the second set was such a incredibly beautiful soundscape that he was creating with the Super Jam. One problem, though, I think that I might have fallen asleep standing up. Because there are parts of the show that I don't remember. And walking out of the show, the wife would be like, wow, did you see Moses Sumney walk up and do that? That that was my favorite part of the show. I was like, when did Moses Sumney? (laughs) I do do remember you telling that. I think I might have taken a nap while I was standing (laughs) up. Anderson Pack that year, he hits the main stage. He, you know, I thought that he was going to do 2017 in a smaller stage, but no, he waits till 2018 on our off cycle for the what stage show. That was tremendous. That was your Nile Rogers year, Barry, 2018, that you were so in love with. That was the year um, I cried. Yeah, yeah, you cried. Monitor, times I cried. I cried from lunch to midnight. That's right. Yep. Absolutely. Was that? Uh, awesome. I can't Maybe find stable. her. Maybe I can't find her, but but wasn't that Sunday the um was that not Brandy Carlisle on Sunday or was that twenty nineteen? No, that was this last one. That's, okay, all right. That the, was twenty nineteen. Because uh, yeah. that was a lot of tears too. By the way, in that twenty eighteen lineup, way 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 down is a uh, little uh, new girl, brand new, Billie Eilish. <laughs> oh, I saw her. Way I saw down. her in the you pit. Did? I did. I knew about her. I'm one of those cool people. I knew about her at the time. That's wow. <laughs> Like your, I like your coffee mug there too, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> is it a, is it a Brad Stinks coffee mug? Is it no, a Brad Bob Steiner Ross, one? right? Oh, Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. Yeah. yeah. Hair idol. Like a Ross. 
Uh, right. And sorry, so now you move to this year. You have uh, you have somebody to go with. You have a group. Who are you excited to see? You got anybody on your list yet? In oh, this year. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Foo Fighters. Um, and came of course. Um, kind of on the undercard part is uh, mm-hmm. Tate McRae. McRae, yeah. I think it's like. I really yeah. like her music right now. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm going to see Glass Animals. I think for my third time. What um, city do you live in, by the way? I live in a, it's called Crestview. Uh-huh. But what's your um, major town near you? Uh, I would say Fort Walton or Pensacola. Pensacola. Yeah, the Air Force Base, right? So I was, I was there, I was there yeah. two weekends ago. I was at Pensacola. I did a, a weekend in Pensacola, or actually just a day trip to Pensacola. Um, the reason I ask is because I'm trying to figure out which top 40 station you listen to. Because um, somebody <laughs> likes top 40 music. <laughs> I knew about glass. I saw glass animals. Um, I'm trying to think when they, they were at Bonnaroo one of the previous years. Um, saw them then, and they've kind of blown up over the last year in quarantine. Yeah, they've gotten huge. Um, and then I randomly found, I love TikTok. I'm, I'm all about it. But um, I saw Tate McRae on there and I like got hooked right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Foo Fighters are just, I feel like that's the kind of legacy act this year. I don't want to call them a legacy because I feel like they're not that like old, but. No, it's true. I, of... I, I'm glad that you, you know how to talk the language, that's for sure, because, you know, the legacy act, we always anticipate being on Sunday. And again, Barry, we can talk about this till we're blue in the face. Somebody from Bonnaroo will explain, maybe it's a Steve or a Brian who books this thing, but why a legacy act not on a Sunday night? is completely new for them. Putting Tyler, yeah. the creator, as the, the closer of the entire festival feels so completely foreign to me because that's not what they've ever done. One of the things that I want to talk to you about at some point, and, and Jack, when you, well, I'll ask you too. The more I think about this year, the more I think it feels like it's almost a restart. You know, as long as we've been going, Brad, it, I, I don't know what to expect because they've had so long to think about this. I know, but wouldn't wouldn't just basically Bonner wouldn't basic Bonner would be just fine for you? It, I'm I'm going off, way off the rails here, but you know, because we do this every year, we always worry they've I'm screwed worried. it up. You know what I mean? Thing. We hate it. We're not going to go. They've messed it up, and we get there, and it's great. <laughs> so I'm trying not to have that moment, but I just wonder about they've had so much time to think, and I don't think they're going to screw it up. I just I'm wondering if because of COVID, because it's been so long how it's going to be different. And again, I know I just threw a grenade into the, into the discussion, but do, do, you know what I mean? Feels to me like there's an opportunity for it to be really different. Well, I mean, there is something to be said of when they were planning the live stream show and some of these other festivals are trying to figure out a way to make it through COVID. They were putting these live stream shows, these Lollapalooza weekends together, et cetera. I remember somebody telling us that, you know, this is an opportunity for us to like rethink a lot of stuff. I don't think that you're going to see that, you know, because when you do something different, that usually costs money. And, you know, trying to whip up something completely unique um, is a lot harder than, you know, well, let's use what we have for right now. That's why this this Scorch conversation is is actually kind of interesting to me because they have an opportunity to bring back something that they've had before. Uh, but they just spent a lot of money renting that That's big green. giant square thing. <laughs> That's a good example. That's what I mean. Yeah. You, Why not a- bring the arch back? Because it's not going to cost you any money. You can overthink things, I guess, is 
what I'm worried about thinking about. I hope Maybe, they don't. But, but again, look, it's already different in that we've got the closer for an entire festival is Tyler, the creator. Now, again, the way that I've always thought about this is like they put the, the legacy act on Sunday because the camping guys will stick around through all days, all the days of the festival, keep spending money every day and not leave early. And they'll stick around till Sunday night. Those guys are not going to be sticking around through Sunday night because, you know, first off, do those guys even exist anymore? Do the people who are so hardcore of camping, they're going to be there anyway, probably. I'm trying to figure out the, the calculation of putting their weakest headliner on Sunday and not on where we normally see the weakest headliners on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 haven't, I haven't given it that much thought yet. Hmm. But it, it's see, that's what the show's for, Barry. <laughs> talk about stuff that doesn't really matter. Okay. Call me back later. We'll talk about it. <laughs> no, but the other thing that I wanted to 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 say, and as soon as Jacqueline got on, I mean, Brad, you and I focus on Camp Nut Butter. We have a large group, as many sometimes 20, 25 people. Jacqueline is how many people have we talked to who go by themselves, you know, whether our Patreons or whatever. It's amazing to me that people come to a festival like this and, and it's not like they're driving an hour. You're, you're well, coming away. Well, it's baffling I think it's to great. me. It's baffling for me because I count on all of you guys to bring my stuff. Well, that's what I mean. We, <laughs> that we all do. We, we, it's a group thing. So for somebody, the for somebody to make in. that commitment, say I'm going. And... Jacqueline, the year, the year that you flew in, what did you bring with you? Um, so the, the year that I flew in, um, I brought a tent with me. I brought some snacks that I could fit in my like big duffel bag. Um, I brought my like basically necessities and everybody else was like, Hey, we'll pick up water for you. We'll pick up stuff if you need us to like, that's not a big deal. Um, and then I just showed up and they already had canopies and everything set up. So okay. I was really thankful. And then I don't know um, if I could do that. <laughs> just fly in and trust everybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could do it, Barry. That's why I brought it up. I mean, and yeah. she's not alone. I mean, how many people have we talked to that, that do this, if not every year, at least one year, you know, they go with a group and they fall in love with it and they say, I'm going back. Mm-hmm. I think that's incredible. It's also yeah. really fun too, because even if you're missing something, you could literally just like run down wherever you're parked or like scream out, like, does anybody have a spatula? And like, someone will be like, oh, I do. And they'll just like run over and like, Hey, thanks. And you guys just start up a conversation like, Oh, who are you looking to see today? Where are you from? Then you just start meeting people. So um, it's like a little community over the weekend. So, you know, it's like your Bonnaroo family's got you. If you're missing our, something. And, and the other, I can promise you, our camp, I can promise you our camp nut butter people are not screaming for a spatula. Because <laughs> there's four of them already there. But the other thing you said uh, was. They are. Uh, <laughs> the other thing you said was the, you make friends. You get there and, and you make friends and, uh, and that's why you oh, keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah super exciting it's also cool to meet however like how far people some people travel to go to Bonnaroo is insane to me they'll be like yeah I started a 14 hour drive two days ago like we're so excited and and the other thing is uh you you said it um you talk about it year round Mm -hmm. which is why we're having this podcast but that I mean we hear that all the time it's so funny that's the first thing you said was I wear my friends out because it's what I talk about all year round. And that's that's why we oh, yeah. started doing this. You know what we, we've never found? We haven't found a um, an international traveler. Oh, well, Canada. 
Huh? I've met Canadians. I want somebody though that's coming from Germany. I want somebody I wonder from North Korea. Korea. I wonder if we have a Norway contingent contingent listening to this uh, to this podcast. We need an ambassador to uh, a foreign <laughs> nation to call us and let us know if you fly from an international country from a country outside of America. I'd love to, I'd love to talk yeah. to somebody who has planned an entire international trip and will mainly because of the conversation that we had earlier, Barry about you know how international festivals are so much more interesting than american festivals but i want to talk to that guy look 14 hours is a major commitment but dry uh, flying across the world for a festival you know i want to do that for primavera sound one day well like jacqueline said to go camp in the middle of a field in middle tennessee Mm -hmm. that's gotta when you announce that to your family Gotta, gotta wonder how that goes over, right? Well, Jacqueline, I'm so I'm so happy that you're a part of the What Podcast family. I'm so glad that you're a fellow Bonnaroovian, and I'm glad that you're going to be with us. We'll see you very shortly. It feels like it's just around the corner. We're like days away. Oh yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super thankful. I'm glad you guys have me on. Um, yeah. And I'm extremely excited uh, to get back to the farm this year. Thank you, congratulations, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. We'll talk Thank to you. Soon. you. Bonnaroo winner, Jacqueline from Florida, from uh, Pensacola. I, I mentioned it earlier, Barry, but I did a, a day trip to Pensacola. And um, so I got there and we sat on the beach. You know how much I love the beach. I'm <laughs> such a fan of the beach. So we sat there for like nine hours. And of course, I just got blistered, right? I got totally uh, sunburned. Do you see any of that tan on me now? No. 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 I'm like, a, I am a freshly peeled apple in that if... <laughs> second the atmosphere gets to it turns completely rotted and then just goes away like the sun that absorbs onto my skin turns into nothing how do you get so tan how does my wife get so tan i'm sitting here like an aquarium it's just jeans (laughs) i would never wear jeans i'm not i'm picturing you on the beach what a what can you did you whine for nine hours i mean that's actually you know no because i knew it had a time limit i actually enjoyed it a lot you know until like the wind picked up and and destroyed our tent and we had to basically you know oh looky there guess we're gonna have to back it in Uh, yeah yeah it was fun talking to jacqueline though and good for her um it in the air force that's uh that's cool well, that was a random pick but uh, i mean it's a it's a big leap to make from starbucks that's for sure it's a big leap <laughs> sitting there serving co- what do i want to do what i love to do fighter jets i think i'll enlist <laughs> <laughs> good for her though that's cool I, this is no this is no not casting versions onto starbucks but boy that boss really must have sucked that boss <laughs> Have been the worst human being. Yeah, anything is better than the Starbucks, including the military. At, I could be yelled at by customers or a NCO or, drill or a drill sergeant. <laughs> she was cool though, and I'm glad she won. She's excited about going, and so yeah, this cool. is. I'm I'm very happy whenever we get to actually talk to uh, not just listeners but but fellow uh, festival goers and festival Bonnaroovians like you did. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago at Mini Roo, the special little secret show that that the Roo bus people put on, right? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's the third one that they've done. And uh, they did it because of, you know, uh, quarantine. Mm -hmm. And uh, they plan to continue to do it. 
Nice. All right. So it's, it's, let's let's close out the show with uh, some of your chat from the mini Roo. Who else? Who are you talking to? Who, who's around the horn here? Uh, we've got guys from the beer exchange. We've got Chloe. We've got Liesel. They were Patreons of ours, friends of ours. They've been on the show. Taco was there. Daniel and Sharla uh, from the Rubus. Okay, so. here we go. Finalize. Uh, finish up the show today. Mini Roo on the What Podcast. you guys understand how cool i think you do or you wouldn't be here but it's amazing to me let's put it that way i drink the champagne this <laughs> this event has caught brought us all together from literally all over the country right yeah mm-hmm. literally all over the country yeah, yeah all the way from yeah. pacific northwest or iowa yep yeah atlanta three hour drive plus two hours of traffic oh. <laughs> yeah i had a little bit of that myself so but we're on one of the most iconic um Things related to Bonnaroo, the Roo bus. Well, I am glad to finally have you aboard, Barry. I, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but all this was specifically de- designed to entertain you, particularly. <laughs> am I that sad? No, no. You melt as a snowflake purposely, and we want to encapsulate it. It took us three tries to find <laughs> it happened. Yeah. This is the third facility. You got to show up. I blame Taco. Yeah. He got sick last time. <laughs> so Barry finally rolls in today. Uh, it was about, I don't know, 3 o'clock when you finally got here. And we were doing a very Red style beer exchange. Every Friday mm-hmm. brings in some brews from their local hometown. And we swap around and try things that you don't normally get to try. Yep. And I see Barry pull up. He parks behind Lord Taco's VW bus. I don't let's mess with him. I've been waiting for like a year and a half for you to finally show up at one of these. And here you come rolling in. We all like get real quiet. And he comes in. And we're like, oh, Barry! <laughs> I knew something was up because you're singing happy birthday. And then it's like, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> the birthday was beguiling. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool. So who all is here? I mean, you guys have been here since last night. You go first. Hello, I'm unimportant. I'm, he is, I'm that a, is lying. <laughs> that's my favorite trick name to give out. I'm Mitchell. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. I'm just me. I exist. No, he is underselling himself. He has the life of any party. You're on the party. lineup. You're not yes. unimportant. I, you made the whole poster. point of being a, 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 a lineup is to undersell yourself so they're overwhelmed. That so, is very smart, yes. So you, you, yeah. you're like, hello, I'm delivering. <laughs> <laughs> I made a fake lineup poster that I kind of just made as a joke to send to friends. And I needed some extra space. And I was like, you know what? Mitchell's going to be there. Mitchell is a headliner at any party he's at. Nice. So I put him on there. And you have been fantastic. If, I would go to the show again. If, if you need yeah. a rock, tell me your party. I'll give it a rock. Introduce <laughs> <laughs> yourself. I'm Lindsay. I'm the, the, the weirdo who kind of owns this place. And th- this whole thing started with a crazy hair-brained, hair-brained idea uh, between Daniel and I because we were tired of being cooped up in our houses a year ago. So I'm I'm just a an eight time Bonnaroo, nice. regular old Bonnarooian. Nice. Who lives co- conveniently fairly close? Yeah, I live yeah about twenty minutes from here. So yeah, to, to butt in, I believe we are are existing on his third child, from my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> from a contextual standpoint, where it was like try for another boy. No, we want a girl. Fuck it, let's. Bet on this. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a sure thing, and it, it, it's beautiful out here, y'all. Absolutely. It is. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's a beautiful place, beautiful drive. Lindsay, thank you. Sure, sure. Glad to have all my Bonnaroo friends here. 
Daniel, we heard from. Lord Taco is with, with I'm, me. I'm the, here. The What Podcast. Yes. The... How many PBRs do you have? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I started with mimosas. Ooh. And mm-hmm. then moved into the PBRs. Yeah. 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 The real what champagne. Is, the real champagne. How would a uh, PBR mimosa or a PBR champagne taste like? It'd be pronounced champagne. 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 <laughs> uh, well, thank you, sir. It might be the only P- uh, mimosa that won a blue ribbon. Oh! Uh, yeah, nice. might have to try They're one. real proud of that one yeah. night 1894 thing. <laughs> Well, I, I, yeah. Not letting that go. No, man. they're not letting it go. I yeah. say I started with mimosas. Technically, I started yesterday with PBR, and then what do we have? Moonshine. Yeah, oh. then, mm-hmm. yeah. that was very good. It was yeah. very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for that. By the way, yeah. <laughs> we got more tonight. We oh. we had the beer exchange, and it's making me purposely like truncate my drunk experience. So I've got half of Eisen and then half of Eisen lined up currently. But you know, when you're out here and these things, and everybody's sharing alcohol. To pace yourself, the, everybody, please be key. careful about these. Things. It's a marathon; it's not a sprint. <clears throat> Correct. It's the bottle yeah. away. Well, yeah. well, well, Lord Taco did participate in the beer exchange. We exchanged a PBR for a PBR. I did. I had a West Coast PBR. It's how many? Different. How many ratings are you up to on? Uh, oh, what is, what's that? <laughs> no, uh, I'm on. Uh, yeah, I'm on Untapped. Uh, untapped. I prob- I'm over 300. I'm sure. <laughs> All PBRs. All PBRs. All PBRs. Yeah. All four stars, you know. I'm impressed and horrified. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the funniest things. It's so great. Because he never tells anybody. It's just Brad brought it up. His I think it's crocs hilarious. have PBR. I just started, yeah, his I got crocs, PBR crocs have PBR yes. and they're glorious. <laughs> I mean, it'd be one thing if he was like out telling everybody this all the time, but he never talks about it. He's no, just, just been know. doing it. I'll just go out and have a PBR. Okay, I'll check this in. <laughs> <laughs> I introduced him to this. The, I remember this. This is like 2018. Mm-hmm. I, so Walmart every uh, year before Bonnaroo, they pull out all the stops with the corporate hose, and I say hose as a non-discriminant, non-genitorial thing because I'm telling you, <laughs> corporate is out there whoring out product. If you buy a 12 pack, they will give you swag. Yes. And I remember in 2018, uh, Pastor was at the Walmart doing tie-dye tops mm-hmm. and and things yeah. like that, and I was like. Fuck, I don't want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I went inside and I was like, all right, I'm a high alcohol guy. And I realized that the Walmart had PBR at like twice the alcohol percentage. And I was like, <gasps> well, pack <laughs> for a tie-dye time. Yeah, they give out the uh, headbands and wristbands. Yes, and I got all that. They had koozies. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Bon and Vive, we still use their cooler yeah, they I gave us in 2016. Murfreesboro. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we're all great. honorable till swag yeah. gets involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, will, I will limbo, I will shimmy and limbo under any pole for your free smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what people will do. No cap. No, no, like, I, I have shame, it's later. Yeah, so Kevin from Camp Redaroo, also uh, unimportant from Camp Redaroo's better, I won't say better. The two most unimportant. Kevin's the better house. <laughs> the better house. Right. Yeah. Kevin does the good legwork. No, man, I have to play your hype man a little bit. There's like a, a fair group of people that come to Bonnaroo every year who don't get paid by Live Nation or AC Entertainment who work their tail off to make things happen, and Kevin is definitely one of those people. Well, I appreciate I, the sentiments. Same yeah. to you. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 
Well, we were. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> we didn't get paid, so well, we're still... I don't care. I can handle a handshake. We yeah. were talking about this last <laughs> night or this morning, whatever. Like, you know, when you go to Bonnaroo or a big camping festival, you inevitably come across one of those, like, uh, kitty-sized pools, and it has a sign that says, give one, take one. Mm-hmm. Like, that concept reaches out to so much more than just random junk that you find in that kiddie pool. Like, everybody contributes something to the festival, whether it be, you know, Kevin making Red Roo happen or Mitchell just being Mitchell, you know? <laughs> we had a similar sign on our mailbox this past yeah. few years ago. We got lollipops and uh, necklaces. Yeah, and we got stickers and we got, uh, what, like a couple cigarettes maybe? We didn't some, get beer. Some roofing nails. Yeah, yeah roofing we, didn't nails. Get, we got no beer. <laughs> we got yeah. Yeah. Now, now, you guys have a different experience back there in, like, Valhalla. Like, we, we, we see it a little yeah. bit different. Like, Okay, let me put it this way. The general admission RV section is probably the most demographically diverse area that you will mm. see in all of Bonnaroo. You've got, um, I talked about this on Reddit last week, you've got um, us weirdos in the Rebus. You've got like the couples that are like in their 30s or whatever that have like a Class C RV. They're kind of bougieing it up a little bit. You've got these wizard wooks in like schoolies way older than ours that just sit there and drink beer all day and never even go to live shows. They have ninth level drugs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then you got like you got like uh, people like Lindsay's dad with an RV the size of a house that are just kind to everyone. And it's just a little bit and you got college kids that all pull in to rent an R V or borrow one from somebody that's got one. It's a little bit of everything. So yeah. last year when we found one of those pools out in front of the Rebus, which we didn't even put it there, somebody put that there and thought that would be a good spot. And I'm like, you know what? I agree. That is a great thing. I got like uh, a military MRE to eat. Some glow sticks. Those things will smell. Like, are you thankful for the MRE? Everybody out there, do not go into MREs with yeah. a positive attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. I've never had one. It was no, I, cool I, I, li- I tell you, I lived off those things in the desert, and oh, those yeah. things will... They'll sustain um, you, I, and that's the best it, compliment it's I funny, give. It's funny. I got I to gotta do a rewind real quick, because uh, the what podcast, when they came to Camp Redaroo, um in 19 and did the uh, live podcast during our craft beer exchange, uh, one of the funniest comments that Brad made was uh, talking to Barry about the the morning routines. They were talking about the Don't Eat brand, if I remember going yeah, back to rewind. Right, right. If you're eating MREs, you don't have to worry about that because you're, <laughs> nothing's going to come out. So. Fibers built into the <laughs> equation. <laughs> so I might be adding MRE to, the, to my list. I'm telling I'm, you, I've lived off those things and they mess up your digestive if, tract. If, if you're barely tuning in, Pedialyte and MREs. Anything to yeah. keep you'll you out give of the body. Yeah. <laughs> That's a top tip right there. That's a top honor. Legitimately, if you're just tuning in, Pedialyte, MREs, you're not going to thank yourself, but you'll be thankful. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all, we still have not introduced probably the sweetest out of our whole group over here. I don't know about that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm Chloe. I help out at the Bonner Rooster, and then I do, um, can I swear on here? Hell yeah. Fuck. And I do Aid at festivals as well. Yeah. 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 That's me. So the idea that everyone would gather is amazing to me. Um, Probably shouldn't be because we've all talked (laughs) year-round, which is the whole reason we both have podcasts and you guys do what you do, right? It's a year-round thing. Yeah, what's really special about this group of individuals or uh, representatives from the the Bonnarooster or the Watt podcast and, you know, Lindsay hosting this podcast get together at his property is that 
the people that you meet here, even though those that are here that are not associated specifically with Camp Rotary or any of our specific groups, it's it's the concept of what Bonner really encompasses, right? It's the the radiating positivity, but also being able to see people outside of festival. And we've we've been sitting around all morning talking about our love for music, our love for vinyl, right. um, and it's it's the kind of common denominator. And then it's kind of funny, like you know, I met some uh, of the individuals I, I don't know personally. And they're like, oh, you know, we heard you on the What podcast last year. Yeah. Well, we came to the beer exchange. So it's yeah, um, cool. it, it's kind of cool that you just meet these people that you really have not officially met. And you get to know them. And it's just, it, it's what embodies this group. And I think that's something that I think we all try to do. And that's kind of the point of these kind of get-togethers. So I think it really, you know, you, you say that it, it really shows that the, the, the true Bonnaroo, Bonnarooian code. I mean, you know, the folks that we've had out here, uh, you know, we... We had a good time last night. <laughs> There's not. I saw a, you did. I was the last one asleep. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there for everybody. It was 4:32 a.m. Yeah, nobody was having a bad time. The, and there's not a speck of trash out here. Yeah. No. The outside, the, the outside screams of nature became my inner screams, and I went to sleep, and it was beautiful. It's the cleanest porta potty I've ever seen. Treat. <laughs> he came in after me. I was going to It's like, you know, seriously, leave it for the next guy. That's yeah. the whole yeah. Uh, thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Respect the farm. And, and I mean, the thing that we have learned through our podcast and your podcast and the, the Ruham guys is doesn't matter what doesn't matter where you live. We all feel the same thing. Right. I mean, it really. And I think being around other individuals, it energizes you as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it, mm -hmm. when yeah. you when you have these really deep conversations about music and stuff like that. It makes you love it more. And, mm -hmm. and being that you get to be around like-minded people, because we all know when we're in our individual spaces, there's not always the like-minded people around and you have to mm -hmm. navigate those waters. So it's really nice to be in the common denominator of really connecting. In the past year, I think me personally, that's what I've come to miss the most. Like I do miss going to these epic live shows that you see on the what stage. But what I have really missed is us just BSing yeah, around campsites, just yeah. talking yeah. about just funny stuff or deep stuff, whatever it may be, you know. Good but, vibes but or good vibes. But also right. having that commonality, like you said, to share. It's not just, you know, you might have liked the Tame show last night. You maybe didn't, but it didn't matter. There's going to be another one. Yeah, I get that you liked it. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, you know, try to harsh on you for liking something. Mm -hmm. It's like cool, good for you. Can't wait for the next one. Well, you know, an example of it, we were sitting here but right before you showed up, going through the lineup day by day mm. from the bottom line and ignoring the top two lines. Mm. Just in that discovery with a group of like eight people in there, ooh, this is good. Okay, yeah, this is going to be a drive-by. But yes, I absolutely want to see this yeah. band. There's like six of us with completely different tastes. Mm. And then all of a sudden we're like, ooh, what is that? That's uh, yummy. I don't know who it was. Ooh. We're going to that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not looking for towards the triage that happens every year when they tell me what actually is going to happen. And I have to decide between right, my yeah. A love and my B love. And this, yeah, this year's definitely going to be a hard year. I'm going to catch half this set and half that set. And they already knew my vibe and damn them for splitting it. Yeah. <laughs> How do they know every year? That's a great point. It, it's we all, You all sit around with your list and we do it, I guess, because... 
my co-host likes picking on some people in our camp. <laughs> but for the most part, uh -huh. people are like, you know, cool. I, I get your reasons for wanting to see this band that I think is terrible. So, you know, so I'm going to let, you know, uh, uh, maybe I'll go check them out. That's, and that's a different, really is a different vibe than what I grew up with, to be honest with you. It was more, I'm cooler than you because, you know, I like these guys. I don't think it's a thing anymore. It's though. not the thing. That's, that's, exactly. that's my favorite part about Bonnaroo, Teach, though. Show like, me something. Yeah. I, I, I meet somebody random and they tell me their passion. I'm like, right. I've heard about these folks, and I have a, a glancery understanding of them, but holy shit, how many funnel cakes have you eaten? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is never enough. Yeah, she knows how many. And I feel like I need to come ride a sugar high over here with yeah. you at this band, and I do that or? often. And, and honestly, that's like my favorite parts of experiencing you know, It's always music Christmas. I've had exactly. so many people, exactly. since I have not been ashamed of my obsession, I've had so many people come to me and it's like, hey man, I kind of want to come to the pit for Tame Impala with you, just because they just know how. Yeah, yeah. But, you I, know it's funny. I can see, I can see that, and everybody's going to Hindu. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I have no shame in that either. Being like their biggest hype man, because like they kind of started as a joke. Because like for people that haven't followed it, they accidentally, or I don't know, they leaked the lineup they leaked for Bonnaroo a, a day before yes. it officially came out. And uh, my wife Charla, uh, my lovely co-host of our podcast. She went and listened to a few songs, and she was like, you know, I really think yeah, you want to listen so to this. This yeah, is kind of about so good. Yeah. And I got, like, yeah, just two songs in, and I'm like, oh, my oh, God, yeah. I'm like, sold. Why did I not this? know these people before? Yeah. Like, and I'm putting the plug out now. I sent them an email. I would love to interview them. Yeah. got Gomoyo flavor of, like, that just jazz riff rock good shit. Yeah, you came to me a couple of years ago, and there was a band out of Japan that you were just that was you were advocating hard for. Hikugaku Moyo, they are Japanese mm -hmm. psych folk funk, and if you heard words that you liked in there, just <laughs> fucking tune in. Uh, they, I, I I purposely dragged like twenty people out of bed on Sunday morning at ten a.m. at Bonnaroo in twenty nineteen because their show was at eleven a.m. and it was like you weren't going to be in the pit. You wake up. Good for you. You tell. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I went to bed at 7 a.m. that day. My my asshole lover and and neighbor convinced tried to convince me to like sleep at the stage with a blanket so I'd be there first. And my my gullible ass for a second was like I would be ahead of the game. <laughs> but I, I I immediately knew that like no I'm I'm frangible. Yeah. <laughs> I need to sleep and come back. Yeah. I love that energy though. Like when you're like, this band is someone you have to see, and I'm dragging you with me whether you want it or yes. not. Like mm -hmm. that's how that's how I ended up at John Prine. I was like, oh, okay. oh, and oh, like joyful that I went. You know what I mean? But it's like you just have to trust your people because it's like yeah. we have different tastes. But yeah. I know I like you. So I'm like I'm probably gonna yeah. like the music hey, you like. And aren't you glad that we made it to that show? Thrilled. It's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, and that's, incredible. Yeah, that's another thing I really John like. Prime as we were talking about like legitimately, I'm sorry to interrupt. As we were talking about the uh, right there, the kind of uh, connection here is like that's the other thing I've really enjoyed talking about the Bonnaroo Code and the tie-in of the music is you get to hear people with different musical selections, but you also get to hear kind of the deeper part of it, mm -hmm. of what, why that music means to them. And I, I, honestly, all the things we, that we've done, myself and Mitchell joined you guys in Chattanooga. Mm -hmm. um, you guys mm -hmm. came to our beer exchange, myself and Daniel. I mean, we've, we've done different things and just things like this. You get to really connect with people in a 
deeper level, which is really enjoyable. That's kind of the, kind of the difference between like a city fest like Lollapalooza or, or Voodoo yeah. and a camping festival like ours or uh, Firefly or something like that because those connections that you are able to make become your tastemakers. Yeah. Like if we're all like just joking around at Camp Red Roo, and he tells me I gotta go see this like Japanese funk jazz or whatever, and I'm like, <laughs> I hear how enthusiastic he is about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, what? I'm somebody's yeah. passionate about it, so I need to I need to figure right. out what the Do passion you like is. Column about. B, they'll blow it out. <laughs> yeah. Column B. Like, we went to uh, Voodoo down in New Orleans, and you just don't have that experience. Yeah. It was a hassle to get from the hotel out to the park where they held that. And aside from like waiting in line, you don't get the chance to talk to that many other people. You yeah. kind of just stay with your crew, and those kind of new discoveries don't happen. Right? Well, we know Barry doesn't like traffic. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would not like booty. He doesn't like the. <laughs> there's other people makes me, in there. Makes me sweaty. Yeah, yeah. city. Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, we've had the conversation with different people along the way. It's like city fest and camping fest are a totally different beast. And the city fest can be fun because. You know, you know, you deal with the ordinances from the cities and stuff like that. And there's some great music there, but I, I've always really enjoyed camping festivals. You know, not not only the stumble back to camp is easier, but you don't have to dodge trip. But I enjoy sometimes it's yeah. a pinball. Yeah, yeah. Meet permanent neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the immersion. Yeah, it's the immersion into it. It's like they always say, you're there. What else yeah, are you yeah. going to do? I'm forced to live this other person's life, and I'm happy to be there. Yeah. I'm really interested to go try some of these other epic experiences that uh, are like that, where it's like camping. Like, I've never been to Electric Forest. I would love to do that. The problem has always been that it's the weekend yeah. after Bonnaroo, and I'm trashed. Yeah. And one of these days, I would really love to go experience the anarchy that is Burning Man. Yeah. I'm honestly a little intimidated by it. I, I want to see it. But that's yeah. like a bucket list thing. You know? I'm curious of how you and Lindsay came up with this idea, or Lindsay, I don't know whose brainchild it was. Of how bad the, 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 <laughs> yeah. This is what, the third one we got? Yeah, yeah. The sequel yeah. three? So we, we, had, we, had, we had the Speakeasy Roo, which was the first one that was on the original <laughs> June uh, Bonnaroo 2020 weekend. And then it became Mini Roo last September on the second Bonnaroo weekend. Mm -hmm. And then, so this is Speakeasy 3, or Mini Roo, the, the sequel. We can't sequel. even decide what we want to call that. <laughs> we'll figure it out down well, the road. Well, the first but, time, the second, yeah. third. So we camped next to Daniel. We were like three spots down and just kind of met each other and, you know, had, had known each other kind of through social media a little bit. I was a peon compared to him. Mm. And when when we found out that Bonnaroo wasn't going to happen. First we cried. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Crocodile tears. Yeah. First first step of uh, is the remorse stage. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think we talked about it on And I think we talked about it on an earlier podcast, but it was just like, dude, we've got to do something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've got to see if we can get together, if we can find a way to do it in a socially distant. Yeah, because we're still in the midst of a right in the middle way. of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't, in June, we didn't know what was going on still. Yeah. And so I was like, we, we talked about it. Well, I think we could make it happen. Let's invite some of our friends, the close ones that we've met at Bonnaroo, and maybe some of their close friends and just see what happens. And sure enough, it, 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 it happened. And then it was like, okay, we've got to do it in September. And okay, we've got to do it again in June. And, and it's just kind of evolved into into a nice close group of friends, um, it, even folks I don't know, never met before, that have come out <laughs> and that have absolutely shown me great color, um, just great people. So I'm happy what? to be new to that, and I just want to say, fully inoculated, ready for 
Open mouth kissing. <laughs> yes, sir. Me too. Back to the party. Yeah. That's right. And I mean, I'm back, and I kind of waxed the bus. Yeah. So I'm ready to party. <laughs> we we didn't bus. show up for the first two, but now that we're fully vaccinated, we're we're happy to be back in the part of things. And I I just want to throw that addendum on there because I've been afraid of the air for the past yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And shout out to anybody else that you know has built agoraphobia in the short term. Oh gosh. Yeah. I love you. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, the the music the music is great too because you guys have some local artists that have played and some yeah. local DJs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I've been privileged to bring down a Huntsville band uh, the three times that we've done this, and Huntsville isn't like the best place for music. Like we aren't really known for that. Well, we're known more for like you know as being the Rocket City where, where NASA and Redstone Arsenal is, but we do have a great up and coming scene. The first time I brought one of my favorite bands, Seeds. They're kind of like a EDM funk band, kind of similar to like Cherub or Grizz or something like that. Yeah, Second time, yeah. yeah. Second time we brought in Dim Damn Dogs, kind of like a surfer rock garage Those guys band. Are great, yeah. And this time I brought in uh, a band that I really think is about to hit it big. Oh man, uh, they were so good. She was yeah, so good. Called Wanda out of mm-hmm. Huntsville. Mm-hmm. She started doing her solo thing, and then now they're a three piece. And maybe I'm not the, given the best description. Maybe I'm not given enough, cre- enough credit. But it, I kind of consider it to be the female Mac DeMarco, kind of like uh, low key stoner music, just to have on in the background. But sure. like she also goes a good little bit more rocky and punky sometimes. Yeah, she feels yeah. like it. But she expect some tortilla frisbees. I always expect tortilla yeah. frisbees. Right. And then to kind of balance that out. Party without tortilla. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I don't catch well with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and and so to kind of balance that out, I had some musician friends um, here locally uh, in uh, Southern Middle Tennessee. Uh, we had the difference with the T last time. Uh, to give you guys an idea, our stage is a 20-foot junked-up work trailer with some lights on it. Very DIY. <laughs> and we had a five-piece band on that trailer. It was five. Uh, it was ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag, and then so we've had pounds of pressure. We've had uh, a Nashville recording artist, Lee Gibson, has come out and played for us twice now. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. And, he's great. and then uh, I think tonight we have a band called What? Yes, and Barry, I'm so excited for you to hear them. I, I told him. The whole thing. I told him earlier if uh, Greta Van Fleet is Led Zeppelin, these kids are they still in high school? Uh, they had one who I think was a junior last year. Yeah. Okay. So, if, he, so I think he's going to be a senior this coming but year. If, if Greta is Zeppelin, then these kids are Pink Floyd. Yeah. I, I think if they keep developing and if they can get in front of the right people, they could potentially have the same trajectory. Very very yeah. cool sound. And then we've had some uh, some very good uh, DJs and EDM artists from Nashville come down. We had a this kid uh, Jay Henetics last night. He's fantastic. Yeah. Young guy. When he started off, it was sort of a back to back with another DJ, and now I think he's really finding his this really rich house sound mm-hmm. uh and then even you know sean's son uh dj flock that was a great great set like, his first touch of turntables was june last year yeah <laughs> you would not have thought like transition great like i love edm and djing is not easy to do <laughs> it's not i mean i've dabbled in it just as a kind of a hobby in production and it's not it's not his It's not easy to yeah. do, and you would have <laughs> you would have not thought that he he sounded like a grizzled veteran. And yeah. oh man, I would he love to see that. Mixing is not so hard to do, but coming up with original stuff in a software suite like Ableton that yeah. is tough. And mm-hmm. he picked that up fairly quickly. Yeah, he yeah. played yeah. his first original song last night, Umi, which mm-hmm. was just phenomenal. Yeah, it's you know 
for us that go to shows, I mean, what we enjoy about like a set, right? You know, we, the, some of the biggest artists, they, they take you to the hills and valleys, right? Yeah. That's how his yeah. kind of was. He yeah. he picked the right music for the right time, mm -hmm. played to the, the small crowd that was here, and it just it kept the energy and people were dancing and we were right in front of them dancing mm -hmm. and then yeah. trying to hype them up. It was, it was great. Uh, and I guess then tonight we're, we're closing down with, uh, with DJ snow. Mm -hmm. who I think he's played Red Aru. He's, I know played he's, he's got a lot of Red Aru. Yeah. I think he's, he's he even played, played the Rubus party. Yeah. He's, he did. Uh, he, uh, opened for repeat, things. repeat that yeah. year. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. I, I think he and he's played a nice the, guy. The Calliope or Calliope, or at one point, Calliope, Calliope, Nickelodeon, the pulling cart with the piano. I have a question, and I hope I ask it right. And I just it occurred to me: we all are so excited about Bonnaroo, and we get excited every year. And and I know we look at the lists and we say that I can't wait to see that act. But do you guys go with an actual expectation? No. Mm. You know what I mean? Is, it is it, uh, you, uh, You're probably why I'm thinking of it. You're so excited about Tame Impala. Me, you know, I could list a few, a few people. Um, do you? You know what I mean? There's that. You can. You can go with such an expectation and then it not get there. But what I want to what seems to me about Bonnaroo is my only expectation is once I get there and my tent is set up and I've opened that first beer, I really don't care what happens. But <laughs> you didn't do that in the right order. You open the first beer and then you set the tent up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I hate somebody that tells me tent first. I don't relax until we're in camp because I just, I'm, yeah. I'm nervous. I'm afraid they're going to, you know, we don't have you on the so list. I, You're out I have an answer for this, but you go first, Mitchell. My, my favorite part about Bonnaroo in terms of the experience of it is I purposely write out what my schedule for the day preference is when I've done triage and I've listened to a bunch of YouTube videos and I figured out where I want to hopefully draw my attention to but I'm a gadfly so I don't have control of where I'm going to go and I bring this list to people and I'm like I'll be here at five and I'm like why wouldn't you be here yeah I'm and then and then, and then I hear what their <laughs> here is and I'm like <laughs> Why would I be here? And then it just—it you guys have heard. Me. I've asked Ashley Caps the same thing. The AC and AC Entertainment. He's like, yeah, I got a list, but I never go. <laughs> I never Music make, Christmas. You know, I make my list just like everybody else. I, I play by. I never play it by ear. My first. I always play yeah, by so go, I have like three that I'm there yeah. for. So going into what year six, year seven now, first couple years, it was listing. It was. I got to go see same. Mumford and Sons. I mm -hmm. got to go see this person. And I typically do see that one, two. And there's been a couple of years where the lineup wasn't as ecstatic about where I was like, well, I'll just go. I think in the last at least three years, I've got rid of that routine. Mm -hmm. I have gone and just gone with the flow. Now, there are people that I want to see and I'm excited to see, but I think I stopped doing the routine. I stopped doing the planning because I know, like Mitchell said, once you do the planning, like we were talking about previously, you, you start to talk to people in camp and you're like, oh man, the vibe was like so good last night. And then you go hang out with them and go see what their show they're going to because you don't have a necessary schedule to go Your to. 5 p.m. firm becomes a 5 p.m. Yeah. There's a pill for that. There's the pregame where there is the expectation, but that's mm -hmm. almost the fun. Yeah. Going yeah. through the yeah. list. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then when you get there... 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I think I. I guess that's like, what I'm asking. You know, I, I, I'm a pretty list, pretty list making guy, and and you know, I know my my top tier that are their must sees, and then since I really dig into those bottom two three lines of of the of the of the lineup, and uh, we'll take a, a band low cut Connie from a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, they're great. I listened to a couple songs. Yeah, they're great. We'll make sure we go see them absolutely exceeded my expectations yeah. mm-hmm. because of the show they put on that was just phenomenal. Warren Treaty for me. It yeah. Was, it was just a pathway between Davey yeah. and Mavis Staples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean... Uh, yeah, we were talking about that. Friends. They're, yeah, they're I great like friends. They're friends. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that metal band, Killing the Faith, well, 15, or what it was. was it the high school... Was it Killing the Faith? The it high was school, something like that. Like metal kids, now. like, from New York. They were viral. They were on, like, Stephen Colbert yeah, show. And, so. Yeah, and then they yeah. went on the tour after that. So, I'll... Oh, I'm sorry. So I have to pee. I'm announcing it. We can I'm cut. not leaving it. <laughs> Nope, we're not cutting. We're I know. And then I'm doing it wrong. It's like yeah, we have to come back. Professional thing here. The booze is so, caught up. <laughs> so, great thing you were talking about. Uh, I feel like I've gone through different phases of this in my bonnery career. Like the first couple of years, I had a very set schedule. I'm going to this and then this mm-hmm. and then this. But then the more that I went, the more that I would see these impromptu things happen mm-hmm. that you just couldn't possibly have planned. I talked about this before, but one of my favorites ever was I thought I was just going to walk by Rufus Soul one year. Oh. But then a giant inflatable unicorn the size of a house goes by, and I'm like, nope, this is where the party is tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wearing flaming lips. I'd gone to yeah. bed. Yeah. And I looked out, and there's a guy in a boat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know him. I was like, but what the? I got out of bed. And <laughs> you, you mentioned uh, What's Tame. That? For me, uh, uh, like I said before, like I, I'm just absolutely obsessed. But that's a very personal thing. Right. Like I really latched on to Currents at a very good time in my life when I needed something like that, that where I, I listened to Kevin's lyrics and I was like, Oh, this is somebody that at one point at least went through the same things that I'm going through. Yeah. And combined with like the trippy psych rock sound, it really became very personal to me. So now that they're coming back around and I've had almost over two years to look forward to this. I mean, I know I'm putting a lot of expectations, but I've seen his show twice before. So I know I'm not putting too much expectations on this. It means a lot to me personally to be in the pit, to have that take up my whole field of vision and listen to this new record that I've not heard played live. That's a whole other ballgame. Like, I couldn't no, even, I, yeah, I couldn't I even. I get it. I mean, we, yeah. we, we've talked about, you know, one of our nut butter uh, campers, Brian Stone. Brad picks on him something horrible. The one year he, Pearl Jam was there, and he literally sat in his car all day long listening <laughs> to Pearl Jam oh, tapes. Oh, goodness. He tapes. wasn't there 10 minutes. Tapes. Came walking back. It sucks. <laughs> he missed everything else. Oh my gosh! Everything else just because of that. And just because he was yeah. so focused and and this expectation and 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 I mentioned it to pick on him because he's an easy easy target and, and I would do it if he was here. But I he should have been here. I invited him. I'm guessing I'm thinking of you know some of the first timers too. You know we we're all experienced. There is that make a list. Yeah, got to do that. You know, it's not a bad yeah. idea to make the list. I think yeah. you should. It's part yeah. of the fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try yeah. if it's, you know, if it's somebody on your bucket list, but be open to Yeah, that. it's definitely fun. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I know on some of the years that I wasn't uh, ecstatic about the lineup. Uh, 18. 18. <laughs> 18. 18. Um, but I've had some really good years where, uh, I, I don't know if this sounds 
strange at all because we've talked about how music means to us personally and kind of the high and lows and kind of why we connect to certain music. I've had a couple years where I didn't set those expectations and my day or days was like a complete journey. It yes. was like mm -hmm. one show got me in my feels, which then to continue that euphoria, I found our walk by this other one that touched my soul in some way, which then led into somebody I knew I was going to go see, which kept me on that same level. So it really took me on a really weird journey. So yeah, like you're saying for first timers, that is the one thing I will always tell first timers is we're talking about expectations. Like, wonder like i love that quote like not all who wonder are lost like that is the perfect thing at bonnaroo sometimes is you go see the people that you want to go see yeah. but let your soul wander through those fields because there's something magical about your day when you get to the end of the day and you're at calliope at the end of the night you're yeah. like i've had such the greatest day and we have a friend of ours james gabrielson shout out um yeah, he has some of those and he will on his facebook he will list out who he went and saw. And that is kind of one of those situations where somebody like that, I always enjoy seeing what he saw because we may be on a different path, yeah. but yeah. we know that complete journey through the day because it wasn't planned. Yeah. You know, yeah. some of it was not planned. It's funny that we kind of were joking around about 18, not being that great of a lineup, but we were talking about this earlier. 18 was one of the most fun years I can remember because of the community thing. Yeah, just mm -hmm. That was the year that we had repeat, repeat play the little makeshift stage nice. right outside the bus door right here. And the year that a bunch of us did a uh, joke pizza party at yeah. Jungle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Made a lot of great friends that year. That was a lot of big connection. Yeah. Well, and 18, you, say, you, know, you, yeah, weren't, you weren't excited about the lineup. I, I personally was not excited about the top parts of the lineup. And so I, I went I went digging. We went mining, looked for some yeah. stuff, found some cool stuff that we kind of liked the sound. We had that journey where we went to those shows. It was one of the best years for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just new discovery of music. Someone on Reddit almost every year does the Lord's work and breaks down the breaks lineup genres. by genre. And I just go explore genres I like in the music I like. Pro tip to anybody out there, pee before the podcast. <laughs> Speaks from experience. As, as, as a halfway through experiencer. Hey, we're bringing in somebody else here. Yeah. Welcome. We're talking about expectations. Oh, okay. You meet Nick Seed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's put her on the spot. Charlotte, who, okay. who do you think you might be expecting to be a great show this year? Expecting to be a great show? Yeah. Mo uh, M. Do Mokhtar. Oh, yeah. 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 Another shout out. She got me in on that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Sure. What grabbed you about it? Uh, because they uh, put the line up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that, what grab, that, that grabbed your attention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously. But it's, uh, you know, like a world music. Yeah. Of, it's yeah. different. Yeah, me and Charles love that kind of stuff. We love, I mean, maybe this makes us seem silly, but we love M.I.A. Just because she has kind of like yeah. a oh, music yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah. Bucky Don Don. Barry, I'm curious to hear, like, so you're an industry guy. So who are you exactly? Ooh, I mean, yes. You guys have talked Ooh. about, so you guys have broken down the lineup on a couple of your last episodes. But I want to hear... Is there anybody that you want to, or you're really excited to see? Uh, I want to see Foo Fighters because I haven't. Yeah. You're gonna I mean, uh, Dave Grohl, you've got to see Dave And I've right? said, I think Grohl is the best representative of rock and roll right yeah, now. Yeah, 100%. I think he's one of the last ones of kind of that 90s era, too. The true kind of a... He bridges it all. The bridges it, yeah. He's certainly the last McCartney one. McCartney is... But Grohl gets it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... 
Taco and I have talked about. I want to see Turquoise. Turquoise. Yeah, Turquoise. Andrew Bellow yes. with the role of Adrian Ballou, Jerry Harris. Yeah, doing oh the whole Talking Heads album. Adrian Ballou. That's going to be yeah. touch. What did you think when you saw them right before uh, it hit the fan last year? That... I didn't go with yeah. them. Oh, you done messed yeah. up. I went with Brad. Yeah. 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 I, I, knew I knew who they were already. But, I, I mean, that was that was their own material. We saw them just do a whole show of theirs. The Bonnaroo, they're not doing their show. The they're doing their yeah. 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 So it's going to be good. What year was it that they played on Thursday? At Bonnaroo, was that? That was 2019. That was 2019. 19 when they played on Thursday? Yeah, they were there. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who else is. Let me check. <laughs> yeah, pull up, pull up the lineup. Said many, many. Lizzo to me is a walk by. Uh oh. What? You're going to pick a fight with the lady across from you. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, no. We fuck it up to the tempo. <laughs> she's, she's somebody I'm going to go see. I'm not sure I'll stay for the whole show. Yeah. Uh oh. Chloe, what are you I mean, thoughts? I'm going to rage for you. I'm almost no, curious I'm almost curious too of if there's a I think high energy is still gonna be your show. Ooh, yeah. But twenty twenty, uh such a momentum climb, yeah, right? So yeah, now right. we're in twenty twenty one and we're you know, have some other artists that are I, I won't say they're bigger than Lizzo because I don't wanna make her seem lower but i wonder if tra their tra the trajectory is different yeah. so i wonder if that affects the just show for me yeah a year ago i think so a year ago could, yeah. the whole time yeah, yeah. Now, well, I'm, it, now i'm just curious we talked to ac i mean they said that they really try to plan the lineup based on you know sure. how these you know yeah, how these yeah, artists yeah. are hitting it's, 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 it's a very it's, moment it's, thing yeah. yeah she won a grammy right yeah. yeah like i mean that was i mean she had such a trajectory ride and now she hasn't put out a hit this year yet well not to say i mean sometimes there's space but, between but no, right. if you take her down a bump on the lineup as opposed to being like top build last year what kind of conversation is sure. that with her publicity I, team yeah. you know yeah. I, mean, I, I yeah. want i want to say this as a throwback to the what podcast go back two years ago and they purposely asked me who do you think is going to be at 2020 bonnaroo and i said lizzo and orville peck you did i remember yeah. that yeah. yeah and legitimately they were and they still are for 2021 because and she's the first she female yeah. man orville yeah. peck and nobody Lizzo. can nobody can put on a cowboy outfit. oh my god so if you're not familiar with uh, orville peck goes, imagine goes joy seeing. division doing goth country yes that's, yes. A, that's a good description. that's a good that's a that's good, so good. Wow. Wow. wow you yeah. must have missed the midland show those yeah. boys were nice and yeah. Midland's yeah, good, but I think some people only know Midland for like that one kind of big song yeah. that's recognizable. Oh. So I got a question for everybody. I was listening to you guys the other day, and you were talking about how Clint Black is a great headliner over at Austin. That shows my area of expertise. I knew it was some, Easy there, some older white guy <laughs> singing country music. Uh, Wait. Is this your second rodeo? Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, you looked it up, but it was 60. Now, the obvious answer is Dolly, so let's just take that out of the equation. Was Dolly ever on the table? Can we have Dolly? Dolly, pardon, please come to the We clearly want that. Is oh, if uh, George Strait, excuse me, oh, for yeah. if he can be the one that could be the perfect headliner over at Austin, if it's not Dolly, who is it at Bonnaroo that could be the great headliner country artist? Which they should have, I think, been that yeah. close to Nashville. You know, the Dixie uh, Chicks, you know, like legitimately, oh, yes. the chicks. If you want the to get all the of the, the crowd yeah. together in a good you know, old country, woo! 
I'm, I'm, I may get some flack. I may get some flack for this, but I really enjoyed the conversation that Brad and Barry had about the breaking the the mold or, or kind of breaking the the cup there for the country artists. And I do enjoy country. And I was thinking about this of like who would be so George Strait, undoubtedly the king of the Straight king of country, country, right? You can't you can't doubt that. So my thought is a little different because I think if Bonnaroo goes country. They don't do George Strait. They unfortunately, I don't think they do Dolly, which I hope mm. they would. I think, I think Sturgill. that because of the demographic, <laughs> I think they go somebody not legacy. They go someone like Luke Bryan. No. Don't you wish that you me, Ricky Bobby? No, 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 no. Stop Hear it. Me Hear me out. Hear me out. It. Hear me out. Because the reason why. No, no, I'm not I saying. I'm not saying. Yeah. And I'm not saying specifically Luke Bryan. I think they tap into that. And I'm not going to call Luke Bryan poppy country. He's like top 40 country. But I'm going to yeah, say they're going to go yeah. top 40 country. I think Garth would be a great plug. I don't think Garth's, I don't think Garth's show would work well at Bonnaroo from someone who's seen that show. Yeah. The well, live. He's super interactive. I, crowd. Yeah. But it's Maybe just to his fan base, though. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 Chris, Chris Gaines. Gaines. Chris Gaines. Gaines. Oh, I would go to a Chris okay. Gaines concert. I think. Um, no, um, 100%. Wait, wait, I want to hear this. Why, why, why would he not work? Because I would have disagreed I, with you. I don't think he would work just because of his interaction and the uh, you know, from seeing the show with the pivoting stage and the way he works that stage on all sides, yeah. I don't think he necessarily works at Bonnaroo. But I think someone like think Eric get Church, out of the crowd, like Childish did. I think he would. He, if he got out well, in the crowd, he, he would be so out well. in the crowd. Yeah. Now, if he could fly from the stage back to the yeah. sound booth, would be wonderful. So my thing when I was talking about the top forty guys, mm-hmm. does a Garth Brooks? Does his fan base stay for the whole weekend? No. You know, no. That's what I'm saying. No. That's what I'm saying. No. So you're bringing question. in somebody that doesn't bring that's in fans. So that's why right? I mentioned but what about an Eric Church? I, I, I think an Eric Church would be a, almost work. a perfect. Okay, I got one, and y'all are going to laugh and throw me out of the bus. No, no. no it's, it's your bus. It's your bus. Kenny Chesney. <laughs> yes. Oh! From but that's what I'm saying. Oh. Then. No, he's from East Tennessee. Yeah, he's from Knoxville. His songs are like Jimmy Buffett-ish. Yeah. They're like country music. And he literally has a song about Bonnaroo. Yeah, I can drink and he And he's one of those perfect artists that that bridges that older crowd and newer yeah, crowd. 100%. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, somebody, down to, yeah. I mean, that's the baseline of a lot of these interactions. With me. I yeah. can drink and sing along with that. And that's the only reason I was saying like a top 40 person like a Luke Bryan because I think to sell tickets, which if you put someone on the top line, you got to you got to use those guys. I said, put tickets. John Pride on there, and people didn't fucking bite on that angle. No, that's what blows yeah, me away. Yeah, I did. I, that's I, why I me, all of us in this bus, I think, yeah, went to yeah. John Pride. But that's why I mentioned didn't. in the discussion, Brandy <laughs> and now Daniel, and, um, Kelsey, Kelsey, and they're kind of that. Yeah, they're sort of the crossover. That, yeah, they're that yeah. crossover for the demographic. I like his idea of the Dixie Chicks because I think fans the for them would stay. The Chicks, excuse me, sorry, Freedom Fries. I'm not yesterday. I think there's like this. New crop of like more Americana style country artists that would the Lone Below Sturgill, like yeah, like Sturgill or um, Jason Luke Isbell. Combs, Jason yeah. Isbell, people that Jason would... Isbell's gonna be good. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah. Get, get started. I'll be there and just I will be at the back of the pit on the rail with a beer in each hand, melting my face yeah. for that show. Drink Jason Isbell. Yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am. Will you like hold me like a baby? But while see, I the only thing I'll have only if you drink one of those beers. Yeah. 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 The Give only, me a silly straw. Bring your own. The only thing I don't like about the country artist aspect of it is, I don't know if it'll happen for Bonnaroo, just because there are so many other country festivals like pilgrimage. That's true. Well, well actually, I think so your low. question yeah. nailed it. 
do they stay? Yeah, we, we get too What's many the rest of the flies. Like? Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's nothing unless they go to the Opry on Thursday. Oh, oh but I love the Opry. But they, but you have more people. But then does everybody scatter on Friday? But see, Barry, they've made lanes for country before as well. But I mean, if you've watched the Opry, that's literally what it is. I liked it, but I understand. Yeah, they've made lanes. I know, I got it exactly. I mean, I grew up Midland. We had Sturgill. We had several other country artists. There is a lane in there that if you find it, you can spend all weekend in country. Yeah, I don't know if you'd have to, but I mean, does that specific headliner bring in that lane to sell tickets? Who is it? I wonder, Pete, if we couldn't hook them with John Prine, I just feel like country's... It's under-delivered and under-sold the That's why nobody below 30 showed up. (laughs) They missed a great show. It was incredible. That was amazing. Yeah, and he was so happy to be there. Oh yeah, I mean, to see Brandy come out. I mean, that dance at the end when he danced off the stage. Brandy came out for yeah. John and Odessa and Hozier and Hozier. Yeah. She was a fucking gala queen. I think that they could. <laughs> so I really think the to uh, talk to kind of I won't say in the conversation of country, but the best way to to bring it together, super jam. Yes, do yeah. a super jam. I think you can solve some of that. A um, new Nashville alt country super jam. So, so yeah. all those kind of artists that we just mentioned: Sturgill, Jason, all, uh, all those. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's the same way with like doing like the bluegrass, right? Yeah. The yeah. bluegrass super and, jam, and, but doing a country super jam because oh, that way you're me. not you're not putting a headliner up there to try to draw money with, mm. and you still get to fulfill the. Yeah. Can I can I put an earbug out there? Put Brittany Howard Uh-oh. in front of a bluegrass jam, please. The Brad Brad You're right. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be, be so, so that would be, good at gathering. That would be that. delicious. Because the super jam is like in past, like they did an R and B one, right? And then they did Grizz was my favorite. Grizz was that was so like, like Grizz that is so Brittany Howard one was Sylvia Nessa. What do we think? That was 2014. That was my favorite. That was so. What do you guys? What do you guys feel about the Sylvia Nessa? We, I don't even know what that's going to be. Yeah. Super Jam. They haven't announced what it's going to be. With. What does that mean? Yeah, well, with. <laughs> Who's going to be with? I think it's going to be really good. With somebody. All right. Anything else? We have talked about a lot. I think they, <laughs> they covered a lot. <laughs> they got it all over. Covered a lot. And, uh, and Mitchell still has a beer left, and I don't have Oh no! I've got. I'm like, wrap this up. Working on <laughs> There's it. several beers after this recording. Well, I want to thank y'all for coming down. Like I said earlier, this whole thing was just a plot to entertain Barry. We finally got him out here, so I, I feel like it's mission accomplished. I think it's guys. now time for me to get embarrassing. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, I'm excited for you to see what and DJ Catlow and DJ Snow tonight. We're gonna get you lit. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Consequence Podcast Network.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.